Although U.S. travelers will be allowed, fully vaccinated U.S. travelers will be allowed back here in Canada in a couple of weeks, August the 9th. We found out earlier today that the U.S. is going to remain closed to uh, Canadians for non-essential travel till at least August the 21st. For more on this and some other travel news, here's Canada's travel guy, Jim Byers. He joins us now here on 640 Toronto. Jim, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Um, well, thanks. Uh, listen, we were all waiting for this after Canada's announcement uh, the other day, but a bit of a surprise that uh, we are not being uh, welcomed back uh, into the U.S. with open arms? Yes, certainly no tit for tat here. I mean, and, and I must admit, I, I kind of thought this had all been carefully orchestrated and, and, and arranged in advance. You know, uh, uh, President Biden last week was talking with uh, uh, the chancellor, uh, head of a uh, German government, Angela Merkel, and, and said, you know, we're going to be straightening this out. We're going to be inviting Europeans. It's going to be an announcement in a few days. Um, and I thought Canadians were going to be included in that for the land portion uh, for the land border, especially after Canada said, yeah, that, you know, doubly vaxxed Americans can come starting August 9th. But yeah, this morning they uh, they pulled the rug out from uh, under a lot of folks, surprised a lot of people in, in U.S. tourism circles, certainly, you know, very disappointed down there that Canadians aren't going to be able to come and uh, push it off till August 21st. Now, if it's only August 21st, that's 12 day difference from Canada's August 9th, but it's still a bit of a surprise. And a bit of a head scratcher considering the, you know, vaccination rates and the COVID caseloads right now, as we've talked about several times this week on the show, COVID cases up week to week in the U.S., some 70 percent. We, on the other hand, are trending the other way. They're calling the Delta variant the most dominant strain right now worldwide in the U.S., yet we're the ones that have opened up our border to them. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's a funny world. Uh, last week, we all thought it was going to be the other way around. I mean, there's been talk for a month that the U.S. is, you know, so gung-ho and pro-business and all of that, that, that they were going to be the ones that were going to open up and say, a heck with the Canadians. And then it turns out, maybe because of the election, uh, we're not sure, turns out it's the other way around. And Canada is the one with the better numbers and is deciding to allow Americans, even though there's a surge in the U.S. Um, you know, Las Vegas, I think yesterday or today, uh, decided that they're going to have to make uh, indoor workers re- re- wear a mask anyway. I think indoor masks are required now in, in, in Los Angeles as well. So yeah, definitely a surge in some parts of the U.S. You'd think they, they wouldn't be so nervous about it, many Canadians. There's some talk as well, though, that this could also be tied somehow to the U.S.'s southern border, which, as we all know, is a much trickier thing with Mexico than it is with, with Canada. So there's probably some other politics in here that we're not quite familiar with. And does this also speak to economics that, uh, you know, a lot of our businesses, uh, you know, travel related hospitality industry really needs those American tourists back? Oh, they do. Absolutely. I know I spoke the other day with uh, Scott Beck, who's the uh, president and CEO of Destination Toronto, and pretty much every tourism operator in in the country has been saying, you know, there's at least a little bit of the summer to save uh, by allowing Americans in the early part of August. It's not a lot, but it's a little bit. And, you know, Americans, when they when they come to Canada, they they tend to stay uh, longer than a lot of than some other folks uh, than Canadians would. And they spend more money than a Canadian would, you know, because they're they're staying the night they're going to the Rogers Center, maybe for a ball game, maybe they're going to see a show or hit some restaurants. So uh, getting those American visitors is a really big thing for the Canadian economy. And arguably, it's bigger for Canada to bring in Americans than it is for Americans to bring in Canadians. But, you know, Canada is a pretty significant supporter of businesses in, in a lot of border areas and, and even bigger cities like L.A. And, and, and New York City. 
Joined by Canada's travel guy, Jim Byers, as we run down some travel headlines. Also wanted to ask you, uh, Jim, about WestJet, because there are reports they have dropped out of talks with the government for pandemic aid. What's going on there? I'm not quite sure what that's all about. It was very strange. It, it kind of struck me as being, I knew something was wrong because it was it was taking an awful long time. Um, and, you know, Canada, uh, Canadian government under uh, the Prime Minister uh, Trudeau has provided, I think, $5.9 billion in loans to Air Canada. There was several hundred million dollars for Sunwing. There was money for Transat. Uh, recently, a, a couple hundred million dollars for Porter Airlines. Uh, I thought WestJet would probably be in line, but they've been issuing a few statements along the way that made it sound like maybe there were some issues uh, that they were running into. It is, as we know, um, Canadians may not recall, it is owned by a very large uh, investment company in, in based out of Toronto called Onyx Corporation run by Jerry Swartz. It's not the same thing maybe as, a, as, as an organization that's held by taxpayers uh, or, or uh, private citizens in the same way. Uh, you know, shareholders. So I think maybe there was less pressure on the Canadian government to help uh, a company of this type than it would have been for an Air Canada. Um, it still was a little bit of a surprise. And I thought maybe it was tied to the whole refund issue because part of the issue that the Canadian government insisted on when it gave these loans to Air Canada and, and everybody else uh, is that uh, the money had to be used to give refunds to passengers who had their flights canceled due to COVID-19. The airlines initially were rather reluctant to do that. Once the money came from Ottawa, they could no longer say, we don't have the cash to do that. So one of the, one of the criteria for the loans was giving people the refunds. Uh, so I was thinking maybe that had something to do with it. But then WestJet issued a statement the other day saying that they were wrong. We were mistaken. We should have given refunds to people and we will be doing that. So I, <laughs> I'm mm. not sure exactly what's going on. It's, 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 uh, I think it's politics above my pay grade, Jeff. Okay. What does this mean, if anything, then for travelers? I don't think there's a big difference. I think it, uh, you know, Air Canada, uh, WestJet had said a lot early on that they were going to be providing some refunds. Uh, they were said they reiterated again the other day that they will be will be providing refunds. Now, if there's a, a you know any little a small print, I'm I'm not aware of it. They said you know we were mistaken. Uh, we should have uh, or we were incorrect in our interpretation, uh, however you want to phrase it. And we will be providing refunds, not just the in-flight credits, but actual you know refunds to to passengers. So I don't think it's going to make a big difference to uh, to the average Canadian. I think if they're in line for a refund, they should still be getting it, and hopefully that will will all get taken care of, and and the airlines can get back to business. All right. Just finally, Jim, whether it's WestJet or any other airline, can Canadians book, do you think, airline tickets now somewhat confidently with uh, some of the measures that, that have been put in place? As you well know, there's a lot of people that uh, desperately want to travel again, but there's also a lot of apprehension uh, out there as well. There is, you know, I think that the prices, uh, from what I understand, are starting to creep up a little bit. Uh, certainly a lot more uh, flights available. Air Canada just the other day uh, reintroduced 220 of their transborder routes. So there's flights up and down uh, all across the border to Florida, California, Texas, Nashville, Chicago, you name it. Um, so there's certainly a lot more flights. Uh, airlines still are providing a lot more flexibility in terms of their booking. So uh, from that standpoint, it's it's a good di- it's a good idea to to book something now. You're getting good terms, certainly in terms of that flexibility and being able to rebook in a way that you might not have been able to before the pandemic. I still think it's a good idea for 
people to make sure they've got some travel insurance. However, you know, it's a uh, flights can go wrong, situations can go wrong. Given what's happening with COVID in the U.S., I think it's more important than ever to make sure that you've got really good health insurance, especially in the United States, given the cost of health care. All right. Some great advice from Jim Byers, Canada's travel guy. Jim, pleasure as always. Thanks so much for joining okay, us. Thanks, Jeff. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.